before we get started, we will talk about what we are sipping on because this is Tea Over Interiors. So, Alicia, what are you sipping on over there? I have a Trader Joe's ginger turmeric um, organic tea. It is really nice. It is so very smooth. It's not heavy on the ginger. Like, I don't have a huge kick. Um, but it's it's really mellow. It's really smooth and good for your... Uh, the medicinal qualities of those two are really great um, for your immune system and building that support. Mm, yes, it is. I love turmeric. I notice, I notice a change every time I drink turmeric because I banged my thumb pretty hard yeah. a while ago, and I noticed that it swells sometimes. And sometimes when I drink turmeric. Like, you know, I'll just make like some golden milk. I'll notice that the swelling will go down. It's an anti-inflammatory. That's why. Mm -hmm. It's an anti-inflammatory. A lot of people with um, arthritis and, you know, other um, inflammatory illnesses or conditions really benefit from turmeric. I love turmeric. So I'm drinking um, from Geniusly Brewed. Apple caramel green tea. It has Chinese sencha, caramel apple flavor, red rose petals. It is so smooth and delicious. I just love it. Sounds I, like dessert. Yes, it smells like dessert. Let me tell you, it is so good. Um, and its suggested temperature is 175 degrees. And yes, mm-hmm. I check with a thermometer because I have a tea thermometer because one day I want to be a tea sommelier. Mm. Okay, go ahead, girl. (laughs) I don't know if it exists, but I love tea so much and since I don't drink, I've always wanted to be a sommelier. So, (laughs) Lovely, lovely. So anyway, um, yes, you know, as you know, green tea has some great properties. It's really good with especially like green tea extract, you'll notice this in a lot of weight loss products. It has some caffeine in it. So it kind of gives you that little boost that you may need in the morning instead of drinking coffee. And green tea also has antioxidants, which I try to get as many antioxidants in my body as I can because I'm getting older. So I'm trying to keep it together over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, girl. So anyway, let's get started. How our podcast is going to be structured, guys, is I am going to start every episode with a useless random fact because I'm the silly one. If you can't tell by now, Alicia's more refined, but together when it bounces all out, it's a beautiful, timeless thing. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. So, (laughs) so here we go. Um, we are going to move into the segment called Random Facts. Yeah. Okay. So, Alicia. Yeah. Yesterday, I went for a bike ride around four in the afternoon. It was still warm outside, you know. Mm-hmm. Right now, experiencing beautiful spring weather here on the on the Northeast. Mm-hmm. So, I went for a 15-minute bike ride. Mm-hmm. I did about two and a half miles. It was so much fun. I was thinking to myself how nice it was to ride outside and not be accosted by, you know, our little furry insect friends. Because sometimes when you ride a bike, you know, they like to fly in your face. Mm -hmm. But springtime, there's not many out. 
But unfortunately, today's fact is about mosquitoes. Mm-mm. Once they start coming out, did you know that if you played electric dance music, EDM, mm-hmm. that you could scare away mosquitoes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Where, where, do you, where do you get some of that EDM? Can you buy it in a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> so according to a 2019 study um, published in the journal at Atta, wait, Atta. What's that acronym? That's the name of the journal, Acta Topeka. The Skrillex song "Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites" combines, in quote, very high and very low frequencies, as well as excessive loudness and constantly escalating pitch. That discourages that discourages the yellow fever mosquito from biting victims and from mating. So that's interesting. I have to find. So, Alicia, speaking of sound, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How mosquitoes don't like EDM. Mm-hmm. How can we, you know, it's summertime, you know, summertime is coming up. You know, I find winter to be a little more quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because, you know, there's snow on the ground sometimes. It's cold outside, so you don't have as many people walking back and forth in front of your house, talking loudly. Yeah. If you live on that kind of street or even music, it's less movement. It's just less movement. People are doing less moving about on the outside because of the conditions. So they're indoors. Exactly. So that brings me to how, you know, like right now I'm sitting in my kitchen and my neighborhood is all about their landscaping. Let me tell you, I feel like on the low, there might be some landscaping wars going on, and I just don't know about it. But <laughs> every every year, when this when the season starts to change, yeah. and during the entire summer, all I hear is uh, what is it? Leaf blowers yeah. and lawnmowers. That's all I hear. Yeah. You know, I see the big trucks in the street, all the different landscaping companies, and so you know, how do you prevent some of that noise from coming into your home, you know, like if you live on a busy street, sometimes you can hear traffic. Luckily, I don't hear traffic sounds from my street. Well, right now my windows are closed, but even during the summer, I don't keep my windows open because then the air conditioning is on. But how do you, how would you suggest for people that live on like a busy street or have not the best quality of sound transfer in their home? Yeah. Let's us how they can, you know, solve some of these issues. So the first issue, I guess, would be like traffic noises, right? Right. What can we do in our homes to lessen the set, the transfer of sound of traffic noises into our spaces? I think one of the main things that people can always um, tap into would be the use of window treatments. Whether those window treatments are a first layer, which is just a shade, like a blind, a shade, or a shutter, um, that typically just um, creates a, a first layer of acoustical um, barrier, but more importantly, that's usually light control. So if you're looking for a blind or a nice roller shade 
or uh, shutters, which are a little bit more involved, those will allow you to control the light. But it also does buffer the sound a bit from the outdoors. The next layer of window treatment would be a drapery or some type of curtain or a panel. Um, those come in varying degrees of luxury. And you could always go with something that is lined. And then you could go even further so that you can truly buffer the sound and also insulate your house, especially and insulation is good for the winter and the summer and all the seasons, because if it's cold out, it'll keep the cold out. If it's warm out or really hot outside, it'll keep that warmth outside and the house cool if you have the air conditioning system running. So that level of um, second layer of window treatment is called a, a drapery panel or a curtain. Curtains are usually not mm -hmm. lined. But anyway, you could do the drapery panels and you can have it lined and interlined. Interlining is another layer. So you have three layers. You've got your face fabric. You've got your interlining, mm -hmm. which is the really going to buffer the sound. And then you've got your lining. All three of those layers together, you're going to hear a lot less of what's going on outside. And consequently, they'll hear a lot less of what's going on inside. People who are walking. Yeah, exactly. I think that's sometimes what, you know, we need to also, you know, it, it works both ways. Sound works both ways, right? right. That's right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, with window treatment, there's a top layer. It doesn't do much. A top uh, treatment, which is like a cornice or a valance or something that's really purely decorative. It really doesn't add to the uh, um, insulating sound. or the sound barrier, mm -hmm. but it's pretty. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um we can go even further. The other thing that I'd like to suggest from an interior's perspective is to put down carpeting or area rugs. You know, they really, yeah. really do absorb a lot of sound. You can tell if you go into a room that is, doesn't have those kind of softer treatments, the drapery and the carpeting or the area rug and upholstered furniture. When you go into spaces that don't have those things, you hear an echo. You know, it could be kind of hollow and and you can tell that a space is like that. Just think about the spaces that you've traveled through in your lifetime. I mean, you go to a gallery and it doesn't sound very warm and cozy and, and insulated because that's not the goal of the gallery. The gallery is to be a clean mm -hmm. slate. And you'll you'll you go to a museum, a lot of times you hear that that echoey sound, right? Because you're just dealing with hard finishes. You're not dealing with all those softer things that absorb sound. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. Of course. So, you know, and everyone wants hardwood floors, you know, whereas we came from a world, well, maybe not most people, but you and I, we came from a world where the house was wall-to-wall -wall carpet, right. right? And I know when I was a kid, we had wall-to-wall well, not wall-to-wall -wall shag carpeting, but my bedroom had shag carpeting and I used to hate it. And <laughs> everything would be stuck inside this shag carpeting. You know, I'd lose toys in there. It was like <laughs> crazy. But I, I'm so serious. Like, you know, toys, like the little pieces yeah. until one day I'd step on it or something. <laughs> but you could not find earrings, yeah. whatever. It's weird. Things fell to die. Yep. And then when I was about 16, my mom, she threw my carpeting out the window because, you know, I had really severe allergies when I was growing up and 
I couldn't figure out why. And the doctor was like, you know, is that room carpeted? My mom was like, yeah. He was like, please get rid of her carpeting. Wow. It was so bad. My my allergies were so bad. But um, I'm better now. I live in a house with uh, no carpeting because mm-hmm. uh, I can't. But I can do area rugs mm-hmm. because of the way that they're manufactured. You know, they use less chemicals, especially when you buy um, a wool rug or something mm-hmm. like that. It's less chemicals. But a lot of times the carpeting that are in homes, especially older homes, they have all that all those chemicals in there that's not good for people with allergies and Mm -hmm. asthma so but yes carpeting is important to help with sound barrier as well as window treatments as well as you know making sure that you have your furniture placed a certain way in order to help the sound bounce so you know not putting all your furniture on one side of the room because that's not going to help you know you'll still have you'll still have that sound that sound space that will happen there. So more about us and what we can offer you, you can always check out our website. I will link it in the show notes. I I'm going to still be working on figuring that out. So if you don't see it there, you can always check us out at uh, truesdalemorrison.com. And, you know, send us a message, sign up for email so that you can always know what's going on with us because we do have a lot of announcements we will be making this year because things are really looking good for Truesdale Morrison. Mm -hmm. I'm Dean Morrison and this is Alicia Truesdale. So that's where Truesdale Morrison comes from, just in case you were wondering. That's right. That's right. So we'll see you next time on Tea Over Interiors. Thanks for joining us today. Okay, Have guys. Have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye. Tea Over Interiors is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Check us out at www.truesdalemorrison.com. Send us an email at truesdalemorrison at gmail.com and be sure to check us out on and and follow us on instagram as well as facebook at truesdale morrison design Mm -hmm.